This episode of Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our Patreon, where pretty much every Sunday, you get this all over again. You get me and Maureen doing a little thing we call the Town Watch, which is like an episode of Says Who, only 30 minutes and looser, if you can imagine that. Uh, if you give it the 5 or $10 a month level, you get that access. Uh, the $10 a month level also gets you into the Says Who Sticker Club, where you get an amazing sticker in the mail. Every month, I make them, and I send them to you. So that's pretty great. All of that's at patreon.com slash says who. Dan, I couldn't be more excited to tell you that Nine Liars is in paperback and available right now. You can well, buy it right fun. now. Yeah, paperback. Buy 12. Buy 12, get one for the same price as 12. Hey, as any deal. one of those. Yeah. So that's you pretty know. great. Remember, when you buy one of my books, I get to come and visit you at any time of my choosing. Um, and I'll never announce myself. And frequently you'll just find me in your house. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's in the small print on the little page that nobody it's ever very reads. Very small, very, yeah. very small print. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, if you would like that in your life, or if just you would like books in general, you can go to kickbezosintheballs.org. That is our own little bookshop where Maureen's books are easy to grab. And uh, as our other books. So who doesn't like books? Kick Bezos in the balls.org while you're buying stuff on the internet. You can go to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where we have Says Who merchandise. And if, you know, I'd love if you took a gander over at shop.dansinker.com where I have two patches. But here's the thing, Maureen. Mm. Very soon, maybe even this week, but possibly next week, I will have three patches. What? I know. What's it going to say? Well, I have one. <gasps> I have them. I just need to do the work to actually like announce. Let me them. see. Oh, okay. You've yeah. done it. <laughs> the patch says Cooper Black. It's his favorite font. It's a Cooper Black patch in Cooper. What the move would have been to write Cooper Black and have it in like Comic Sans. That would have been That's the move. True. That would have been you, the move. You would not have been able to sleep at night. No, I would not have. And Cooper Black is just so beautiful. Sometimes I sit and just think about how beautiful that font is. I wrote it. I wrote your patch into uh, the new book. Well, that's fun. One of the characters says your patch. This is trying. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So one of many Easter eggs in the new new book, <laughs> uh, Death at Morning House. Well, more about that to come. <laughs> Welcome to 2024, the eighth year of Says Who. Jesus Christ. Yes, year eight of an eight-week podcast. Every one of those weeks is now a year. And we'll be covering the third campaign of Donald Trump. Also his four criminal trials and however many other trials he's got going on. Plus whatever else comes up. In this edition of 2024, I feel sick. You're gonna welcome us to this episode. Welcome. There we go. To says who the podcast that's not a podcast. 
It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. Welcome to 2024. Say your name too. Oh yeah, I'm Maureen Johnson. There she is. So there's the telltale signs. I'm staring at Maureen Johnson right now. Yeah. There's little Chotsky villages on the windowsill mm-hmm. above you. Yep. There is uh, some sort of nondescript art on the wall behind you. It's really nondescript, isn't it? Yeah, it is. There is uh it is it sun bleached or is it was it always made that sort of no, watered down color? It's that water it just looks it that's just how okay. it is. All right. And I there at is because that's the bed right there and I stare at those. They're very yeah. soothing, but they are very like nondescript. They're they're generic in a way yeah. that's very yeah, generic. And yeah. there is the old clothing explosion on the daybed. It's not that, that much of an explosion. You. They are actually in piles. Okay. There's a. Those are all. All of that adds up. Side folded sweaters and yeah. To the fact that you are ringing in the new year mm. at your parents' house. Sure, I'm Dan, and not only am I ringing in the new year here, I'm going to be here until the ninth. <laughs> oh. Well, that's that's a ways away. Yeah, yeah. I How? left the house. Yeah, on the seventh morning of the seventeenth, and I will go yeah. back on like the ninth of January. I will be have gone for nearly, you now about three weeks. Just feels did like you a long time. did you fail to solve some sort of Minotaur's riddle or something? <laughs> no, I literally don't have time to go back because I have to. The book came back to me. I was in London when it when it came back. I was literally yeah. on the streets buying Christmas gifts, checking my phone every couple minutes when it came in. And Dan, I need to tell you about my, I need to pull this over. I have a new chair, Dan. I love it. It's a backless, it's a kneeling chair, which oh, yeah. I bought myself a whole setup for here. And let me tell you, this kneeling chair is the shit. Like you you're, really you're do have to kind right of- right now? Yeah. Well, actually I'm kind of sitting, I'm kind of, you can also put your legs up, like you can kind of just put your feet on it. Like that, okay. and sit. but it's really good for your posture because whenever I sit in one of these house chairs, I kind of end up sitting like this. Oh yeah. But when you have a kneeling chair, you actually have to kind of sit up, and my back doesn't hurt as much. It's great. Highly well, recommend. Awesome. It was a uh, very, um, very good investment of eighty dollars or whatever it was I spent. I, I and thank you to Dan for sending me a new keyboard. New keyboard. For oh, it's so, Oh, it's so good. Is it clickety-clackety? So oh, yeah. And it's just a better build than the last one. My last one got a little wonky. Mm. And keys weren't working, and I couldn't hot swap them. And so I said, I think I need to replace it. It's not working correctly, and I don't True. have it down here. So I got it the next day, and it is, man, this Keychron. So the pros They know how to good. make themselves a keyboard. But then I um, I left the country on the around 4 a.m. on the 17th of December. Yeah. And it was a whirlwind. Yeah. It has been a nonstop whirlwind. Well, that's good. I mean, a-, a whirlwind in the UK sounds pretty no. nice. Yeah, I was, you know, I, I was, with, we were with people the whole time and every moment was scheduled, really. Yeah. There were no, there was no downtime and even the downtime had like a plan. Yeah. So my, my in-laws are quite scheduled people. Okay. They have a schedule, they have a diary, they have a list, they have a chart for everything. Like it's, they really know like what's going on at any minute yeah. of the day. And um, I, a couple days in London, saw friends, did a ton of shopping. I was like running around like, oh, get in the bag, get in the bag. 
um, up to Cheltenham to see brother and sister-in-law. Went out for a big Christmas lunch with people, paper hats, yeah. all of Fun. that. Uh, then train down to the uh, New Forest, and then we were really down in the forest for Christmas. And again, it was amazing. There were drinks every night at six. There was like a big biscuit tin of gingerbread. There was a flaming dessert. There were walks in the forest. I helped uh, move equipment for the carols on the green in the village where maybe a hundred or so people showed up. You were moving but, equipment for the carols yeah, on the green in my, the village. Yes. My mother-in-law is like the coordinator and she's the pianist. Okay. And she has an electric, uh, like a keyboard and all like her amps and stuff. So we moved yeah. her. Her amps and everything. Oh, okay. And, um, it was amazing. But Dan, you'll be excited to know that on my arrival, the very first thing the next morning after we got there was that the director of the Panto came to the house and we had coffee and we had a meeting. Actually, oh. the very first thing that happened on arrival, on arrival, after we had cups of tea, was my mother-in-law played through all the music. And I stood wow. by the piano with her. And we. it was like we were like, like I was like Sondheim or something. We're sitting there, yeah. you know, and we're going through and we're changing the lyrics. And then we had a meeting with the director. It's happening, Dan. It's happening. I love it. Yeah, it's all happening. I've heard the music. You know, it's all it's And all there's thing. a director that isn't you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. And she seems super into it. And she had graphs and grids of all the characters. And like she wow. was... So she could figure out how, you know, how to, this is very good, like place where the when kids are going to be. actually take the stage? March. Wow. And are you going to go out for it? Don't know yet. You got to go out for it. Are you kidding me? Well, I don't know if I have time. We'll see how it goes. No. Oh, Miss, Miss Maureen Johnson doesn't have time to see her play. <laughs> I see how it goes. The Village Panto, yes. I want to remind you again that I have written a bespoke pay for play for a bunch of children. Uh, I want to point out that for some reason Maureen is holding a tripod that has turned into just a shaky leg yep. little thing. So if yep. you are hearing a lot of clicketing in the uh, in this episode, it is because this this handle that she is holding is these three loud things connected to each other. Can yeah, I just take perfect. this off? That's what I love. I, I mean, if you can just hold the disc, it's probably or the the mic there. itself. It's, you don't like perfect. these. You don't like these Ugh. rattling. <laughs> makes me. But makes then, me hurt. Can I tell you the most wonderful thing I did? I had yeah. so many wonderful moments. Yeah. But at some point, his Oscar's parents are like we have because they live on a like there's a lot of ground, trees and stuff and brambles, and they said yeah. we need to all these brambles collected up from the drive and all these dead, you know, there's a dead tree. We need to drag down. There's a, they have a little tractor. Yeah. So Oscar went out in the tractor and they dragged all these brambles and things down. They made three huge, when I say huge piles, I mean, bigger than a person. Okay. And probably like 10 feet in diameter. Yeah. Like mounds of sticks and brambles and logs. And it was, they're like, we need to have a bonfire. Ooh. And I thought they meant like bonfire. You sit around and you, you know, toast marshmallows or something like that. Yeah. No, no they, they mean like a big burn. They meant a burn like, you know, and it burns for days. Wow. And and you just keep putting stuff on it and it burn, and it's in a muddy field. So it can't really it doesn't spread. Yeah. But you just kind of keep the so they they set it up. So Oscar and my brother in law and my nephews, they put coal down coals in like and they kind of dug a pit and they put coals in and they put a thing around it. And then 
I wasn't, I, t- I had hit my inhaler before they started. And then I went out and began looking at it late in the afternoon and the sun's going yeah. down early. And I'm like, can I have a go at, you know, putting a couple things? And I started to put a couple sticks on it. Dan, I fell in love with that fire and I yeah. stayed out there and I just became kind of mystified by it and in love with it and hypnotized by it. Wow. I love putting, I love making fires and fireplaces. I just find it hypnotic and amazing to like feed it and watch it glow and move. So I came over and I was moving sticks around and then my sister-in-law came out and it was dark now. And the two of us are out there and it's like 4.30 and it's darkening and the two of us are feeding this fire. And she fell in love with the fire too. And then we kind of started referring to it as she. And if we were making her happy and was she doing well? And then we got to, they were trying to, one of the things on the pile was an old garden, all the old fencing and a garden gate. And we decided it was time to throw the gate on the fire. Okay. And we dragged that gate over and we threw it on the fire. Oh, she loved it. She ate that gate. She loved the gate so much. She ate that gate right up. And uh, I said, you know, maybe you know what happiness is. Maybe you think you know what a good time is, but have you ever thrown a a, a farm gate on a fire on a on a dark December night. Because <laughs> if that you haven't, nice. it fucking ruled. It just felt like something. You know, I was like, this yeah. is like, yeah, I, I, I just I could do this all goddamn day. I would never get bored. I just but I smelled like that night I got into bed and my hair smelled of wood smoke. And at first it was fine. But then I kept smelling it all night. Yeah. It started to smell more ashy. And I was like, I'm real sick of this smell. This <laughs> Smell started to get on my nerves. And also my lungs were burning. And But it was yeah. good. But it, she burned through the night. I looked out. I fed her a couple times at night. We woke up in the morning. Even it was raining, she still burned. Oh, yeah. I gave her a few ceremonial logs before we left. Nice. Before we left England. So, yeah. Well, that sounds like a perfect way yeah. to ring out 2024. Well, I was like, here, Dan. I was here. I know, but I just yeah. like as as a yeah. symbol near the yeah. end of the year, burning it all. That that feels nice. It just Do you want to know how we got to yeah. see out twenty twenty three. Well, Dan, so, that's, I, that's not. I just want to say that's not how I saw it out. I saw it out here in Philly, and Oscar and I went to bed at nine thirty. <laughs> well, not before sending me a number of texts inquiring about. Uh, gas leaks and propane grills. Oh, was that on New Year's Eve? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get. I, went... I get. I get these increasingly panicked texts from Maureen <laughs> that begin something like, "You seem like someone that will know about grills." <laughs> That's true, though. I turn you... mine on, and it's hissing, and there's a terrible gas smell. Mm. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. And it so was really. Deba- yeah. I turned you the knob yeah. on the on the tank. Yeah. And then, which I've done, I, I only use it when I'm down here. And so I yeah. went to grill some vegetables. I turned on, and it yeah. usually just makes a kind of, but this was like, yeah. and then I got a face full of gas. Yeah, that that's a bad hose, Maureen. Your hose went on you. Yeah. My, my parents. Earlier this year. I, I, I assume, because I don't grill that often, I get very nervous about it. And my dad... It used to be downstairs where we could easily move it away from the house, but my dad insisted on having it dragged up and put on the deck. Okay. So it's right outside. Yeah. 
So the funny thing was you um, were texting me about grilling on New Year's Eve and, and I was going to be grilling on New Year's mm. Eve. And we have a very small propane uh, grill, which um, I really need to clean, but I haven't mm. cleaned. And uh, as I said earlier this year, I turned it on and I got this hissing and a very deep gas smell than the hose had gone. So the hose was on and uh, it was dark already. And we had sort of a rainy, We've it's been sort of raining. It's actually sunny right now, but it's been sort of raining for a week or two. Uh, so it was wet and I was out there and stupidly, I didn't bring a flashlight and I turned the grill on. And not only did I not hear a hissing, I felt like I didn't hear anything. And this is like a little grill that does have a push button start, but some kind of animal ate through the wires of the push button start some while ago. And so you just, you have a big, you know, one of those big long lighters and you just hit it mm -hmm. and it goes. But I didn't hear anything. And I was like, oh, the tank must be empty. Like it, I must have accidentally left it on or an animal had turned it so that it, it emptied itself. It's like, well, that's a bummer. And so, and I could barely see cause it was dark. And, uh, so I turn it off and I turn it back on again and I'm like, well, I can't hear anything, but it looks like the tank has gas in it. So I'll just light it. And so I fucking stick the lighter and it was like, <laughs> so here I was warning you uh, about explosive gas and I actually made a big explosive <laughs> gas. So, uh, amazingly did not burn my beard at all. Oh my I, God. My immediate thought. Cause it was a, it was a fireball. <laughs> it went, you know, it was a quick fireball, but, uh, mm -hmm. but it definitely had built up a little bit of gas in that grill when I lit it. But, uh, but that's not how uh, that is actually technically how we saw it the year, but our, our, the big highlight this, this Christmas season morning. Well, the big highlight is that the teen has been home and it has been wonderful. And he's only home for like two more days or three more days. And I feel like my heart is being ripped out of my chest all over again. But that's neither here nor there. The big festive thing that happened. Let's remember that earlier in December, I got a uh, car repair bill. That was right. Quite yes. Here we are. Insane. Yeah. I'm uh, so it is December... 22nd and uh we have dropped the little one at school who is still at school and uh the big one is downstairs sleeping and uh janice is like man it's cold and like i said it's been sort of like 40 and raining for days it wasn't like super super cold or anything and i was like yeah sometimes the heat's just not great when it's 40 and rainy like it doesn't kick in all that well so we kind of go about our day and then we're about to run out to like go to the store or something. And I look over at the thermostat and it's 61 degrees. And I'm like, that is, that is not correct. Yeah. It is in fact cold in here mm. and this is a problem. So I call the uh, heater again, 22nd of December. Right. Two days before Christmas Eve, three days before a, Christmas. A good time to have to Perfect have something happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, the heating place that we, you know, have worked with before, they came out, thankfully, came out that day, uh, sent some texts, and they came in, they kind of took one look, and they were like, well, we have some bad news. <sighs> okay. I was like, oh, good. I, I love it. It's the 22nd mm. of December. 
I'm already uh, 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 already staring at a car repair bill I can't afford. Please tell me. So they're like, well, you're, uh, this is the furnace. Your heat exchange is, is cracked. We have to turn your furnace off. Like, we have to turn the gas off. You can't run this anymore. And uh, yeah, and it's broken. And, oh, the heat exchanger is super expensive. And also, your furnace is 15 years old. So replacing the heat exchanger doesn't make a lot of sense because every other part is, you know, about to go, too. Right. You need a new furnace. <laughs> so Maureen Johnson, on the 23rd of December... We had to we had to go the whole night with no heat, which was fun. <sighs> Did not get below freezing that night. We've been ve- we were very lucky. Uh, went the whole night without heat. The next morning, there's some gentlemen in our basement taking out a furnace, putting in a new furnace. This year has had a remarkable ability to drain me of all of my money and then some, a lot of then some, uh, and it kept going. All the way up to the very end. It just, it felt, 2023 just kept giving, Maureen. Right. New Year's Eve. We are sitting around. This is the first New Year's that the little one wanted to stay up till midnight. Right. Um, Which is funny because all the rest of us wanted to go to bed. But we were like, well, we got to do it. It's about 10 o'clock. I get an email from our health insurance company. 10 o'clock New Year's Eve. Okay. And that email is an automated email that's like, oh, we're sorry to see you go. Please fill this form out about why you've canceled your insurance. What? (laughs) Yeah, I loved that, getting that. (sighs) So, yeah, it turns out some there was some kind of snafu uh, with the Obamacare exchange and our insurance company and something got messed up. And uh, so thankfully on the first, both places actually had people answering phones and it's been more or less sorted out, but I have to follow up in a few days to make sure it's really been sorted out. But um, yeah, 2023 really figured out some real good creative ways to fuck me over all the way to the bitter end. Really? Up until 10 p.m.? Yeah, it was great. That was, was like, a great email. You were about like, you're like, at least I've gotten through it. Okay, yeah. that you, you're you. We're good. So you've, got, you've yeah. gotten through it. I'm good. We're here. 20, 2024 is two hours away. Hello. Nothing can happen now. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Dan oh, Singer? Yeah. 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 Oh, Hi. Yeah, that's me. Hi. 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 I'm, I'm everything. Um, mm-hmm. I've been, I've come to see you a couple times this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure have. Well, I know it's 10 p.m. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's pretty late. You know, we're, we're, we're really, just we're really. To, to, to eat some pie right now. Yeah, it's you know time to ring out and ring out the old and bring in the new, <laughs> whatever yeah, they yeah, say, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah your health yeah. insurance uh, is is uh, canceled it for you. Oh, excuse me. I canceled your health insurance for you. Oh, why? Uh, well, I want to give you. I got I the van is running, so I'm going to go. Um, I'm just no. going to leave you this. It's confusing Perfect. note, and it'll hmm. raise your blood pressure and freak you out. And I'm just yeah. I'm a. I'm going to go. So I'm going to see you later. Have a good. Oh, perfect. I'll see you again real soon. Like 2024. Oh, I'm going to be there pretty much, pretty much all the time. You'll see. This is not the last you'll see of me. Bye. Like that. Yeah, that was pretty much exactly that. So, yeah, you know, my I the very first thing I got to do in 2024 was talk to insurance bureaucracy. Fun. Fun. Yeah, and then I got off that phone and the little one is crying 
And I'm like, what's going wrong? And he's somehow had managed to lock himself out of his iPad to the point that we had to wipe it. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. So inauspicious start to a year, but I'm sure it's going to get better. 2024 is going going to get better. Dan, what I like about 2024 is that at this point, we have just been such rubes for so long. Mm hmm. You know, we laughed and we we made dumpster jokes about so many years. Yeah. And yeah. now we don't we don't do that anymore. No. Because we're we're just like okay, we're like the the we're like Bruce Willis at the end. We're like, hey, what do you want? We're crawling through the pipes. We're like, you got you want me? We got blood on our faces. You know, we got a single. We got nothing but a stick and a match. We're like. Uh, 2024, you fucking coming for me? You coming for me, huh? Ah, I'd rather do this. I'm in the walls. I'm in the walls. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's the way we came into it. Crawling yeah. around through the ducks like Bruce Willis. That sounds about right. 2024. I do feel like this is the first year that I've entered with no illusions yeah. Of anything but survival. <laughs> Can we get a a little a little prelude? Let's go like sort of month by month to see what kind of things we can look forward to in 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah. January, what have we got? Iowa caucus in two weeks, baby. Iowa caucus. Yeah. Um, and uh, the E. Jean Carroll trial begins for Donald Trump. Uh, I was listening to some commentator, I think on BBC. Yeah. Who said something, they were asked the question of, did they think Donald Trump had it wrapped up in terms of nomination? Is there anything even to, like, is the is the is that, you know, has that ship entirely sailed? And he said, yeah. if Nikki Haley comes in third in the Iowa caucus, then I think it's over. <clears throat> if she comes in second in the Iowa caucus, I think that there might be some room to play for. Nah. That was just his. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, that guy is just uh although, you know, I guess never say never because he was never going to win. Remember, like all these things that weren't going to happen. So I don't know. Yeah. What do we know? Nothing. We know nothing. We know nothing, Maureen. But before we get to that. Yeah. Let's discuss one little bit of news. Well, wait, we have feel a... like a, a little holiday gift. Okay. Which is right before we broke for uh, the second half of December. We uh-huh. mentioned that Michael Cohen's lawyer had submitted a made up some made up court cases. Yeah. The filing that he had put in to request that Cohen's parole be ended early. And at the time, it seemed that they had been made up by ChatGPT or something, something right. like it. The judge de- uh, in the case demanded that the lawyer explain himself and, oh, Maureen, the explanation is so much better than I imagined because the lawyer didn't use a chatbot to generate the cases. Michael Cohen did. According right. to the New York Times, in a sworn declaration that was made public on Friday... Mr. Cohen explained that he had not kept up with, quote, emerging trends and related risks in legal technology and did not realize that Google Bard 
was a generative text service like ChatGPT and could show citations and descriptions that looked real, but actually were not. He also said that he had not realized that the lawyer filing the motion on his behalf, David M. Schwartz, would, quote, drop the cases into his submission wholesale without even confirming that they existed. Okay. Mr. Cohen, in his declaration, said he understood BARD to be, quote, a supercharged search engine, which he had used previously to find accurate information online. Mr. Schwartz, again, that's the lawyer that got in trouble with the judge in his own declaration, acknowledged using the citations and said that he had not independently reviewed the cases because Mr. Cohen indicated that another lawyer, E. Dania Perry, was providing suggestions for the motion, though Miss Perry, according to The New York Times again, has said she began representing Mr. Cohen only after Mr. Schwartz filed the motion. She said in a letter made public on Friday that Mr. Cohen, a former lawyer who has been disbarred, quote, did not know that the cases he identified were not real and unlike his attorney, had no obligation to confirm as much. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Michael Cohen using Google's version of ChatGPT to figure out how to get his parole. He's only on parole, right? Get that yeah. lifted. Yeah. Sends citations along to his lawyer, who then's like, cool, sends, sends that right to the judge. Now the lawyer is lawyered up. Michael Cohen is lawyered up separately from that. The lawyer's blaming the other lawyer. It's good stuff. I I might be a better lawyer than all these people. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing is like, you know, there have been multiple things like, the, so Cohen's lawyer is basically like, your honor, the guy's an idiot. Like, how's he supposed to know anything legal? And I was like, there was a moment where I was like, I swear I remember Michael Cohen was a lawyer at one point. And I had to look it up because I was like, maybe I've fully fabricated this in my own brain using some kind of chat GPT like service. But no, he was a lawyer. He well, was a was, lawyer. That was his job. That was his job. That was what he was hired. That then, that was what his. That was what he did for Trump. Yeah. He was his lawyer. <laughs> I mean, granted, his legal, his legal services involved cleaning up after a wandering dick, <laughs> and threatening people. That hey. was his main jobs. Hey, what's know. that? Hey, <sighs> did I hear? A wandering Oh, hey. Mm. I'm interested. Where do I find this fella? Mm. Just JK. I only need my man. Big year uh. for my man. Joe's running again. 2024. Give me something more. 2024. Something more. Yeah. I'm coming up with some good slogans this year, Danny Pants. I'm happy to hear that, Amy. You know what four rhymes with? Door. Uh-huh. What else? Store. What else? Floor. No, not that. Begins with a W. War. So close, put an H in there. That's what I do. I put an H in there. I put an H in it. You know what I mean? Put an H in there. 
Oh, God, are we done? No. This is going to be a big year for me. Yeah, it is going to be. He's looking be hotter than ever. For you, it's true. He's hotter than ever. 2024. Oh, yeah. It's only okay. getting better. He's mm-hmm. so stretchy, Dan. Oh, oh, God. I like it when it gets all see-through. You know what I mean? I can really see what I'm getting. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, thin skin, baby. That's the way I like it. Mama like. It's like a clear kind of fish, like a jellyfish. That's how I want it. I want to see what I'm getting. Horrible. It's going to be, she's going to be you around so much. should be so ashamed much. of yourself. Nope. She's going to be around so much, Dan. 2024, oh, she's God. definitely going to be on the campaign trail, if you know what I mean. Like, she's going to be on that trail. <sighs> well, Maureen Johnson, Michael Cohen, using a chatbot as his legal defense, is absolutely hilarious sure let's also remember that michael cohen is the star witness in the stormy daniels hush money case that the manhattan district manhattan district attorney has indicted trump on and is supposed to go to trial in late march Mm. and if you don't think that trump's lawyers are going to use this to paint Michael Cohen not only as a lawyer or as a liar, which they already have have been doing, but as a continued and unrepentant liar, then you haven't met Donald Trump. So that case is looking a little shaky now, I would say. And speaking of Donald Trump, Maureen, the Colorado Supreme Court and Maine's secretary of state have removed him from their state's primary ballots due to violating the 14th Amendment, one part of which specifies that you can't be in office if you have, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States. That seems fairly cut and dried, except that nothing ever is simple because Michigan's Supreme Court did not remove him on the same grounds, and California's Secretary of State also declined to remove him on the 14th Amendment grounds. So that's a fun little thing sticking out there that almost certainly is going to end up at the Supreme Court. Because I don't think you can really have this level of discrepancy around a presidential candidate and not have that end up uh, being decided by the Supreme Court, who already are in the mix. Because uh, Trump has been claiming, let's remember, there are four, there are four indictments of Donald Trump. There is mm. the hush money case. There is the Georgia stuff, which still has no trial date. There is the Mar-a-Lago document stuff, which is supposed to be in May, I believe. And then there is the January 6th election denial stuff, which is actually supposed to kick everything off on March 4th. So Maureen Johnson, we've been at this eight years. <laughs> what is Trump's go-to legal defense? Always, first and foremost. Um, well, he's being persecuted. Uh, uh, I you can't prosecute me because I'm magic, something like that. Well, that's that's that is what he's going for. But the main thing is the first his first go to always is how long can we delay this? Okay, right? yeah, sure. And how March can I not 4th, pay for it? Yeah, yeah, that too. March 4th, coming real quick. Oh, I just remembered another thing that happened, Maureen. 
<sighs> I'm going to have to write this one down so I don't forget. No. Um, <laughs> Big words just appeared. So March 4th is coming quick. Trump's uh, Trump's legal team filed a motion to dismiss this case because he has presidential immunity, which is what he's basically tried on every possible case. Right. Uh, the judge that is overseeing this, this the January 6th election stuff uh, rejected that argument, uh, saying, quote, it goes against plain meaning, original understanding and common sense and added that it would lead to, quote, implausibly perverse results and be akin to, quote, the divine right of kings. Trump's lawyers have appealed that decision. Federal prosecutor Jack Smith, right before the holidays, petitioned the Supreme Court to basically say, hey, can we jump the line here and get this decided fast so that we can get to this trial on March 4th? Supreme Court turned it down sent it back to the D.C. Court of Appeals, who are supposed to begin the process uh, sometime very soon. But almost certainly, this is going to end up at the Supreme Court. If you consider that the trial is supposed to start on March 4th, well, Maureen, it very likely could not. Extra fun part, Super Tuesday is March 5th. Which means that if the trial's delayed even by a day... Trump may have all but clinched the nomination, which almost certainly will lead to more requests for long-term delays on this case. Then I really want to do a month to month. I really, really do. Okay. January. Yeah. E. Jean Carroll. Just uh, also... Coming up on the third anniversary of the insurrection. Happy uh, anniversary yeah. to all who, to yeah, all who celebrate. True. Just a couple of, couple of days from now. Uh, okay. January, we've got E. Jean Carroll. Yep. And, uh, uh, and the Iowa I caucuses. And the Iowa caucus. Primary season. We need some to make a kind of says who calendar for 2024, like just with certain dates. High. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need. A downloadable PDF calendar. Yeah. <laughs> uh. February, you've got uh, some more primaries coming through. March, you, in theory, have January 6th case starting, followed immediately by Super Tuesday. Right. End and somewhere the in there is going to be some some lower court rulings about this thing. Yeah. In okay. theory. And, yeah. and possibly, I mean, the lower court stuff, if they move quick, well, that will be dropping in February. That okay. will then head to the Supreme Court. Either they could move quick uh, or they could move slow. But either way, it's a little bit hard to believe that like jury selection and stuff like that would proceed uh, for right. March 4th. So okay. uh, then you have uh, Manhattan, which I believe is around the 20th of March. In March? Yeah, and I that, think so. that is Stormy Daniels. That's the Stormy Daniels. That's the Stormy Daniels criminal case. So that's the first criminal case coming up. Well, the criminal case, the Jan, Jan, Jan 6 would be. But it's not going to happen. So probably not. So we're probably going to have said, Stormy Daniels first. You right. know, the Stormy Daniels, their star witness mm -hmm. just used chat GPT. So. Right. I look, we're not. He's not the witness we want. He's the witness we have. And that's what we have yeah. to remember. Yeah. 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 It'll be fun. Also, 
I'm, I'm the, I guess, as the New Yorker, I'm the designated says who on the street reporter for that. True. True. Uh, so, yeah. So that, in theory, is happening at the end of March. Got more primary stuff through April. Mm-hmm. Uh, May is, in in theory, when the Mar-a-Lago documents case is going to start. But that already seems like it's going to get pushed back as well. So Okay. Somewhere in that whole window, one would assume we will get a date for Georgia. Right. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, That brings you into the summer when you have your Republican and Democratic national conventions. Right. Those wrap, I believe, late August or something like that. I like how we're not even bringing up the Democratic, you know, we're like, it's just what? It's yeah. just like it's not even existent. You know, it's just, it's it, just... it is basically like it is not existent. Yeah. So that's great. Fun. Great. Yeah, it's great. Great. Good Perfect. job, us. Good job, everybody. Perfect. We did it. Yeah. We've uh, nailed it. We're right into the national convention. We're into the, the actual final, final boss level. Election. So that's usually July, the conventions, right? Conventions are like July, August. Yeah. Okay. What month do you think it really start? And then somewhere in that we'll probably have a second case, maybe, maybe Georgia, maybe Florida, like one of those criminal cases will probably. In, in theory, I mean, the Mar-a-Lago one seems like the one that almost certainly will get bumped. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, the thing the thing to me, I definitely am beginning to wonder if out of four, any are going to happen this year. Really? But I mean. I think I I think that it will become very difficult once he is the presumptive non nominee. Not just on a not just on a oh he's polling well, but oh he's won all of this stuff. I think it will be very hard to uh, have judges and you know stuff can be appealed all the way up to the Supreme Court. Say hey, you know what? Like there is a literal presidential election happening. This guy has to run for office i don't know i just think that i think that the whole like well he's got four there's no way he's gonna wiggle out of all of these there's uh there's at least a, a visible way that he can probably wiggle out of all of them and it's the one that they've always known which is this dude needs to run and win pres- the presidential election what months do you think we all just so we get a, a spring that's a little like we get a winter that's a little like, yeah, we're prepping, we're, you know, stocking canned goods. Yeah. Spring, we come into a light, friendly, you know, couple things going on. Maybe we've got a court case brewing somewhere. He's one Super Tuesday. We're pretty much like we're like we're pretty much done yeah. with that. And the campaigning has fully started. Yeah. And these two these two guys are going to start dragging themselves around. Yep. Kissing babies. Mm-hmm. Shaking cars, whatever it is yep. you do on the campaign trail. Yeah. Probably catching COVID, I would imagine. Yep. Um, and then uh, the summer, now we get a little bit of a spicy meatball. Maybe we've got a court case cooking. Possibly. Maybe... Also, Dan, what do you think he's going to be found in New York? Not guilty, even though like. 
I've whoa, my dog's going nuts. Everything's going nuts upstairs. Um, I have always felt that the New York case is the weakest of all of the mm-hmm. cases, and honestly, with Michael Cohen shitting the bed this week, I wouldn't be entirely surprised if they settle. You know, and just like, uh and pay some fines and that sort of thing. I mean the the um the case has always been a, a level of 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 we've got to cast this in this way to make it more of a a prosecutable crime and not simply a a a, a fine based uh thing because it's all just sort of like business records stuff. You know, the way they're making it into um, a, a case is that the the manipulation of business records was done in service of making sure that no bad news came out uh, at the tail end of his presidential candidacy. And so that constitutes an illegal campaign finance donation. Right. That's tricky. I think um, I've always felt that way. Um, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't be entirely surprised as, as things get closer. They make the decision that it's they could just settle. You know, they they get a guilty and uh, and they move on. But who knows? All right, Dan. So say August, you know, we've done the parties. Yep. We're, we're set to go. Yeah. September. Mm hmm. What are we looking at, Dan? I mean, September, October, November are your major Mm -hmm. actually running for president shit. Presidential debates would start (sighs) right around then. He's not debating. They're not debating. I don't think they're going to debate. But if they did, that would be when. Uh, They might agree to one. I don't know. I don't think he's debating, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, then, um, so we are, how, how mentally are we feeling in September? Oh, uh, not good. Hmm. I would say. And how can we, how can we, okay. The, the, well, October, October surprise. That's going to be fun. Yeah, What's the October surprise? One. Oh, we're all looking forward to that. What, what the nice thing is then is if he wins in November, the thing about that is we won't have to worry about ever going through this again. Because that'll be, you know, sort of the end of elections. Like, we don't have to, yeah. don't have to deal with that's this true. anymore. That's a nice uh, so way to put it. That's nice. That's nice. Um, and then December is, we're still debating who won the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's still uh, people fighting about this. Yeah. It's definitely not called. We don't call it on election night anymore, do we? Uh, that's, I think... Likely no, just because uh, the speed with which things are counted now is slower than it hmm. used to be. Um, How is but, it we've gotten so much slower? Uh, because now we're doing mail-in and stuff. Like the the reasons that things the counting is slower is all good. Like yeah. we are we have created new voting systems that are less burdensome on uh, people to vote. Uh, You can mail in your ballot. You can get it mailed to you. You can drop your ballot off, that sort of thing. Um, 
And the the trick is that stuff takes time to collect. Uh, things can be depend. The other the other trick of it is it is very um, state to state. You know, some places it must be received by election day. Some places it just needs to be postmarked by election day. You know that that was one of the big things in their uh, attempt to flip Pennsylvania was postmarked versus received, you know? Um, And then the other big thing is in Pennsylvania, they can't count anything in advance. Even if you've gotten ballots, you cannot run them through a thing until polls close. That's not true in, in other places in Illinois, they will count ballots early, you know, um, and so that also then takes time because you suddenly have this giant pile of, of stuff. I mean, one of his big, this is also true in Wisconsin. And that was when they were trying to get Wisconsin to overtake it. It was, look, at 3 a.m., this giant number of votes come in for Biden, right? And that's because that's when they finished counting Milwaukee, you know, Um and Milwaukee had, you know, all of the drop-off ballots in Milwaukee. So, so yeah, I mean, things take longer because the systems honestly are a little bit better than they used to be. So in terms of accommodating people. So it's not necessarily bad, but yeah, the idea that things are called on election night, the way it would happen is if one or the other of them just have a commanding lead and it never looks like it, you know, based on a whole bunch of factors the assumption is it would not be reversed by a um, by additional ballots as they're counted. December 31st, 2024, where are we at? <laughs> I have no idea. You got a new furnace? Hopefully not imagine, a new one in 24 as well. Uh, probably a new car. <laughs> yeah, maybe a new car. Good God. Um, Maureen, we haven't even discussed... The all caps that I added into our list as we were talking, which is Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Has declared bankruptcy. Oh, Rudy. What's the matter, After guy? to pay $148 million Aww. to the women that he defamed in Georgia. Oh, man. I know. America's mayor. Oh, couldn't. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <sighs> that and the Michael you, Cohen thing were really nice little moments at the end of the year. Despite what's going on with him, do you think that somehow he still plays a role? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think he's going away. No, know? no, no. He doesn't go away. He's like a stain. You're like, I've put yeah. everything on it. That, I just. <laughs> yeah. And I think that Trump, he's never turned against Trump. Like he's mm-hmm. taken, you know, he's taken all the hits. I still think mm-hmm. that if Georgia ends up going down, the bus is riding, rolling straight over Rudy and not uh, Donald Trump. So, um, but Rudy's like a cartoon character, you know, when they roll them over with a Zamboni and they continue, but they're just flat. <laughs> you know, totally. Just, flat he's, Rudy he's continues. He's exactly like uh, the villain in Who Framed Roger Rabbit at the end <laughs> when he's rolled over and he he's flat and then he inflates himself. And <laughs> that's Rudy. Dan, look, 2024 is new. We're only on day two. Says Huvia. 
this is where we shine because we decide yeah. what happens. At least there you go. personally to us, we make decisions. We can't, uh, we can't change what other people do, but we can change our reaction to what other people do. That's right. Wow. That's right. We can control, we can't control other people. We can tr control, we can't control the environment, but we can yeah. control what we do in response to it. That's true. So what we do in response to it is stick together. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm thinking about this, Dan, just uh, when I was out there building that fire. Oh, my fire. <laughs> just watching it grow and change, like just watching it eat stuff. Yeah. Watching it, you know, watching it go down and up again and realize it didn't die. It just, you know, kind of went under the coals and it came back up and it ate some air. And how yeah. actually that act of burning and just like it, it renewed itself. It was going to renew like that brambles. They needed to come down in order for things to grow. Yeah. And other expressions that you'll see if you get like a general, you know, a new agey kind of like thing, you know, it's like, and you need to burn to grow, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like a, I'm a motivational new age speaker, Dan. Listen, you need okay. to burn to grow. Sometimes you need to take the dead word and you put it in a pile and then it burns and then you grow from it. What is it? He's always being careful about fire things. This voice? Fascinating. You see the fire, and the fire grows, and it keeps you warm. And it's also, it's destructive, but it's regenerative at the same time, and it keeps you warm, and you can cook a hot dog on it. So that's sort of a thing I'm thinking about in terms of growth. So growth for this year is this how we... I feel like I have a line. I'm going to go... I'm going to start an app, like a okay. mindfulness app. Now listen, everybody. Welcome to your moment <laughs> of mindfulness. Maybe that'll be Maureen's moment of mindfulness every week. Hello, everybody. This is Maureen's moment of mindfulness for this week. Fire. Fire's good, okay? But like sometimes fire's bad. But like, like with the grill when it was hissing in my face and stuff and when it almost burnt Dan's beard off. So we have a lot of fire here. But fire's also good because it does regenerate the soil. It clears away what's old and allows those old things to grow again, you see, is good for the soil and makes a nice crackling noise. Uh, can make you stink, but nice, but stink, but then sometimes it'll know you got sick of it because you can't take anything, right? So my mindfulness tip for the week is think about fire. Think about good fire and how fire cleanses. It's warm, it's nice. And what can you put in your good fire this week? What something old that you say, I thank you, I've used you. I've used you. Thank you for your service. But now you're going to go on to fire, the good fire. That's what this mindfulness meditation for this week is. It's called good fire. Crackle, crackle, crackle. See you next week with another mindfulness step from Maureen. Keep burning. That's going to be a new feature. I, I'm perplexed, but appreciate mm -hmm. the voice. That's my, um, you have to have a, a relaxing voice when on those apps. I almost wonder, Maureen, if you didn't just back into our slogan for 2024. But, keep which, burning. What? Keep burning? Yeah. Yeah. Good fire. There's a keep lot burning. of good meanings there. Yeah. Keep burning. Yeah. Maybe I did. I, I think that's it. I had this I, on the list and I was like, well, we're not getting to it, but I think keep burning. Yeah. I think that's it. 
We did it. Keep burning. Yeah. That's it. Because definitely before. Keep burning. <laughs> keep burning. Yeah. It's the light that brings others. It's the light yeah. that guides others. It keeps us warm. It helps us heat up all that stuff we've got in the bunker. <laughs> yeah. And it also well, reminds us that the whole fucking world is a flaming pile of shit that's also going to keep burning. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. I was going to say something else, but then I realized that's all I had. Tana, oh, I was on my walk today. I saw a dead snake. Did I tell you about that? <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have a nice, because we're trying to fight this developer on the, because he's trying to do bad things to the environment oh, right. and destroy yeah people's houses by building rich McMansions at the top of a hill and flooding everybody. Right. Um, so right now it's undeveloped. It's this beautiful kind of wild wilderness full of hawks and eagles. And But I, <clears throat> I was walking decks there. Uh, big old dead snake. So I was looking at that for a while and that was pretty cool. So um, I don't know. I just wanted to tell you about the dead snake. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. And I appreciate all of you because Says Who is made possible by you. Dead for snake. your support. Of our Patreon, patreon.com slash says who, our Patreon, where you can, for some reason, get all this over again on Sundays. If you give it the 5 or $10 a month level, uh, $10 also gets you a sticker in the mail because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Happy New Year, Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. Happy New Year, Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. We really need to change that, but I'm going to say it this time. Uh, I'm still there. Who, uh, at omfg.town. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at sayswhopodcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash sayswhovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. Happy New Year, and thank you, Janice. If you want to join the Fan Run Discord server, you can always visit tinyurl.com slash says who discord. Whatever you do, spread the word, subscribe, leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you can listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. Honestly. It's weird to me. When I wrote down January 10th, I was like, Jesus, January is basically done, which it isn't because it's the 10th, but it sure felt that way in my brain. For our very next episode from my basement in Chicago. It's nice to be back. I am Dan Sinker. Uh, I uh, and remember everybody, keep keep burning. Just keep burning. Just keep if burning. there's fire, listen, if the world's on fire, just hop in and join it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get in there. Take part, you know? <laughs> Get involved. <laughs> just can Get involved. This has been oh. says who. Damn it. We, we, we're, it's, it's really happening. It's happened. Oh, God. <laughs>